You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome to the Take Him With You podcast for June 14th, 2015. I'm Rick Moyer. And I'm Amy Moyer. This is episode number 310. Enjoy a little Weezer. the webcam on when you did that. <laughs> yeah, everybody would have got a kick out I, of that I don't one. think so. I, I was like, this is kind of danceable music, so I was like doing my arms, little shimmies, but, so who was that? Weezer. Weezer. No, Weezer. The other one. Oh, just like Buddy Holly. Okay. It's them. Fun. I Fun. Guess. And what was the name of that song? Um, Island in the Sun. Ah, that's a fitting for a nice warm June day. Yeah, it's it's nice out. Oh, it's gorgeous. Matter of fact, I was going to go out and work in the yard, and it was a little bit warm for me. Oh, hello, Jade. So, Jade came to say hi to everybody, our dog. Yes, I think she actually wants her back scratched. but Well, particularly her butt. Well, we don't need to go there. Well, she does. She likes her butt scratched. A little bit too much, yes. You start scratching her ears, and pretty soon she's spun around, so... I think You're a lot of dogs do that. Bone. I think she's not the only one. Yeah, I think our old dog did that too. I think it's just <coughs> built in. Built in. Well, hello everybody. Nice uh. nice to say hi to everyone. <laughs> yes, as we've started the podcast out rather goofily. Well, we usually do. Yeah, and we have to apologize. It's been a while since we've gotten into the studio together to do one. Yeah. It's a lot, of, lot going on in the world of the Moyers. Yes. We we have um, people who love you at the radio station. We have people... Kicks 95.3, the Harbor's New Country. And people who love you as their interim pastor and aren't going very fast at getting a full-time pastor. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> they're, they're not... They're not working too hard. Matter of fact, they called off their search committee meeting for this month. <laughs> so they're not even working on it this month at all. <sighs> we keep on having people say, why don't you just be our pastor? And I said, well, we won't leave you in the lurch. We'll, we'll be here until you get somebody better. <laughs> but they're not working too hard to find somebody better. No, no. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, so it's been kind of crazy. And then you still have your media business too, so it's... it kind of took off. When I got on the radio, I've been on the radio for you know. By the way, July tenth, 
Oh, is that when you started? Will be so. my one year anniversary at so, Kix ninety five. In less than a month. And I got be. to be on the rock station the other day. Yeah, you did a. Um... We have a we have four stations in one place, mm-hmm. and one of them is KDUX, the Rock of the Coast. I have a question. One hundred four point seven. You have a news station. Yeah. You have a rock station. Yeah. You have a country station. Yo. And then you have a sports, sports station. station. There you go. Okay, now my question is, mm-hmm. is there really enough sports to take up on air 24-7? Have you looked at Dish Network lately? I, I guess we just don't watch those. The only time we really watch sports is if a Washingtonian team like... Washingtonian. See, well, like if the Seahawks or the Mariners... Make it... If they start Somewhere doing big. really well, yeah. we'll we'll watch some because it's we're kind of fickle exciting. sports. We are not very dedicated sports fans. No, we're not. But we have, you know, if if our local team does well, we'll kind of catch a few games here or there. But we're not really big into sports. So. No, no. So that's why I was like, really? Can they really? <coughs> well, have out of all the uh, to... the ratings, out of all the four stations, um, we actually sold out our advertising for the month of June. On kicks and last month too. Part of it, it, yeah, yeah. But that means that every single place that can be a commercial, there is. There is a commercial. So we sold out. The sales team did a great job and sold mm-hmm. out the whole entire uh, thing. And then that means my whole afternoon show has ads all the way through it now, and they're all paying my salary. And last month, well, not just my salary, but yeah. You know. And last month, um, I think it was. Wasn't it last month that they came out with the best of the Twin Harbors? Yeah, that was a couple months ago, but yeah, that, that was that, nice. um, the radio station Rick's at um, got voted, voted, voted? The best radio station yeah, on the Twin Harbors. Yeah. By the KDUX, public. KDUX, yeah. Mm. You know, uh, and, and Kix, some of this. Oh, yeah, that's right. KDUX is the rock station. That's right. So Kicks got voted best. Um, but... But it's interesting. I mean, some of the songs I'm not real thrilled about, but there's quite a few songs that, you know, about God and family and, um, you know, it's kind of a mix. I was, I was, it was kind of cool. I did a wedding for a couple uh-huh. here a week ago or so, and one of the songs they had in I the middle it was, of it was Blake Shelton, yeah. God... God uh, gave me you. Yeah, God gave me you. Yeah, God down. gave me. For, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. So we got here, Blake Shelton. I play that song all the time. I think they did a couple songs that I was really familiar with. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. But yeah, that was last Monday. That was it really? Such it's such a crazy week. Well, we had all sorts of different things going on. And we had on. to drive out to the ocean for that wedding. To, yeah. They got beautiful. It was a beautiful shores. day too. So we went. Most of the time, it's funny. Now, if you when we say we live by the ocean. People that listen to us that don't live in this area think, wow, awesome. That's so amazing. And it is really cool looking, but we don't go there very often because... Because it's usually cold. It's about 20 to 30 degrees colder than it is where we live, which and we're only a half hour away. Well, about 45 minutes. 45, we're only 45 hour. minutes away. Yeah. So we have a really... It's mostly foggy, mostly mm-hmm. gray there. Hardly ever sunshiny. And when it is... It's gorgeous. I mean, they'll go weeks sometimes without ever seeing the sun because yeah. it'll just be overcast all the time, cloudy. And so our our beaches are a lot different looking than California. And Oregon still kind of looks like Washington beaches, but it's a little better. But up in Washington, they're beautiful and everything, but they're cold and they're mm-hmm. wet and they look different. 
You don't. There, you wouldn't go, and yeah. you don't go swimming in the ocean out here. There's horrible riptides. Things called riptides, yeah. and they pull people very, out into it, dangerous. and then they can't get back in. They drown. Every summer, there's several people that so I can't. Die. I can't tell you if I've ever swam in the ocean in Washington. I don't think I have. No, I've I've gone in like to my knees or something, but I've got hit by a wave before. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've. <laughs> No fun. Yeah. Clam digging. Clam digging is Ugh. usually the and it, and it was always cold and wet. We have razor clams sandy. here in the northwest, and I was just kind of jealous. Okay. Because I'm not really a razor clam fan. Mm-hmm. My mom loves them. If I can get them, I bring them to her. My mom loves them too. Well, here's the deal though. Today I saw one of my friends. By the way, Hope, thanks for posting this. They went out to Westport today and they went crabbing. And they caught three big crabs, and they were eating them. And I'm like, oh, I love crab. You, you like shellfish. I don't really care for any shellfish. I'm all. selfish for shellfish. Yeah, I'm not a shellfish. Well, really. I like taking a you know you take a Dungeness crab, not the king crab, but the Dungeness crab that we have around here. You take them live, and they're purple. Mm-hmm. And then you you get a pot of hot boiling water going on the barbecue or wherever outside have rock salt in it too. and then you pour some rock salt into the water so it's salty water mm-hmm. kind of a brine yeah. and then you actually take the live crab it's so gross and you put them into the pot and they grab onto the side and they don't want to go in i think we've talked about this on our podcast and then before. you you put them into the hot boiling water and you put the lid on and you boil them for about oh what ten minutes or so I don't know but you have a YouTube video showing you yeah killing so a then, crab so then when murdering they, the crab when they turn bright orange I thought it was more red okay red orange right there somewhere like that you pull them out and you put them in you shock them in a bath of ice mm-hmm. and then once you get it all, all once you get that all shocked and iced then you gut the crab. And you break it apart, crack the shell, and eat it, and it's fantastic. It's the best. Oh it's my gosh! It's very smelly. I make it doesn't cook matter. Outside. I don't care. It's just now it's so expensive. If you don't do it yourself, if you don't go out fishing for it yourself, it's too expensive to buy. Well, okay, anymore. they catch them around here. We live right next to the ocean, so yeah. you would they, think it would cost less to buy them here. You would think it would cost less, and maybe it does. But no, but it doesn't. I don't know. My my mom and her friend um, like to buy some already shelled because oh my you know, gosh, this is crazy! You ready for this? So I stopped. I stopped with one of her friends and went into um, the fisheries place, right where they process them right off the boat. It's not a fisheries place. Okay, what is it called? It's called Brady's Oysters. No, not the place that we we go to. But anyway, it's, it was in South Bend, oh, okay. just right next to her house. Oh, all right. Just, okay, so you went to a fish market. No, it's it's actually a processing place, but they have a little place you can buy stuff. Fish processing office. place. Okay, so I'm not sure what it's called. All right. But anyway, um, we went in there, and she says, well, I kind of don't want to crack the crab. Shucking, shucking the no, crab. No, shucking oysters, cracking shucking, crab. Shucking the oysters, Cracking the crab. Yeah, so she wanted cracked crab. She didn't want to do it herself. And they go, well, we've got some green ones that we just, you know, cooked up. Um, it'll just be a minute. And so we had to wait there. And they they um, cracked the crab for her and put it in this little tiny container that was like about, would hold maybe a cup, cup and a half. Like a cottage cheese carton. A small. Littler than that. Yeah. And it was a pound of crab. 
Okay, pound of crab. Pound of How crack much, crab. Amy, was that pound of crab that was pre-cracked and and shucked? $32. a pound. For like one cup of crab. Okay, now that was ridiculous. It it seemed kind of crazy to me, but... You can buy whole crabs in the shell, Mm -hmm. already cooked at the grocery store here, for about $5.99 to $7.99 a pound. But there's a lot of labor. But there isn't isn't very much in a crab. Two, Two crabs... Is about the max that I can handle at a time. So, how much meat would come out of a typical crab, like an average size one? Would it be about a pound, or no, would it be no, only way like less. half a pound? No, like a quarter. Like, really? Yeah, there's not much in them. Huh. But the fun part is cracking it and taking uh, your time to do that. And, that some one time crab is good. One time, mm. some good friends of ours were being so sweet, and they didn't oh, realize that I don't like crab. They served and us, they served us each a giant crab already fresh. cooked, fresh. They we had a plate overflowing with like a whole crab. Yeah, we each had one, and then we had a dish of melted butter there, mm-hmm. and salad. And I made myself eat yeah. two legs. I think. I think I ate more butter. And I was so I excited <laughs> because then I got to eat her crab. I, I was like trying to be really polite. And, and How do we like, get on? This is like such it. a great thing. The crab is so know. crabby. But anyway, my friends went fishing today and they got uh-huh. crabs and they're boiling them and eating them right now. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Anybody out there lives close to me and you get crab, please bring me crab. <laughs> yeah. I'll do whatever. You, you want trade? I'll trade. Yeah. 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 So... I'm not trying to be, you know, wimpy here. I just fresh. There's nothing like being spoiled. Well, the other day, the person you work for, one of the clients you work for, mm-hmm. um, brought her fresh halibut from the ocean that he oh, caught. Her husband caught it. Yeah. Well, I work for both of them actually. But, yeah. But and yeah. he brought fresh halibut. So we we took blue cornmeal mm-hmm. and a little bit of gluten free flour. Uh huh. And then some spices. And then we dredged them in... in... No, we just dredged them in the flour. Oh, but first we soaked them in milk, milk and lemon juice. That's right. Milk and lemon juice. So we put and them then... in a baggie with right. milk and lemon juice for like five, fresh, ten minutes. Fresh halibut chunks. Now, this is really expensive fish, and we got it for free. We got it for free. And, and so we, we dredge really it in the good. in the cornmeal, and then we put it in the uh, in a pan, mm-hmm. and you fry it, basically. It's um, It was the doctor's husband that I work for. Right. And he then, goes out fishing a lot. And then we made fish and chips. The funny part was it tasted wonderful, but it looked horrible because of the blue cornmeal. It looked like it was rotten. No, it really didn't look it that looked bad, bad because because we put... Um, we put paprika and yeah. stuff in there, so it didn't look too blue. It looked blue. I was like, oh, no, but it didn't taste bad at all. No, it, was, it tasted in fact, great. It tasted better than great. I was it like, was and then we got in trouble because we didn't tell your corn. mom that yeah. we had it. Yeah, but it, he caught it Sunday, and she didn't give it to me till Thursday. That's when I worked there. It was, it was, that, and it wasn't, so, oh, I thought it was fresh. So he caught it Sunday, mm-hmm. and she goes, it needs to be eaten today. And so she so gave me the last piece of it, and they've been eating it all week, I yeah. guess. It was good. But, yeah, halibut's like gold. I don't know how much it usually is per pound, usually 18. Ask me why I ate it. Just for the halibut. You said it. The halibut, not. I know what yeah. you said. So today, Shame on you. So today at church, I don't think we got this recorded, but. 
What? Rick was Mr. Punny. He what? was like he had he had a prize for the kids and whoever could ask answer a question. And so he told jokes. I knew the answers to both of them. Well, you can't win. <laughs> I tried My to give the kids one, okay, signals. So, I tried putting like So we had some carnival prizes deck. left over. So I brought out the little paddle ball and I said any kid that can answer this gets the paddle ball. Uh-huh. And the first question was why couldn't Noah play cards on the ark? And boy, they came up with some really good answers, but nobody got it. And finally I had to tell him because he was standing on the deck. He was outstanding on the deck. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um then I told this one, where's the first car mentioned in the New Testament? And nobody could answer that either until my brother-in-law, David, who is not a kid, mm-hmm. said, I know. And I said, what? He said, when they were in one accord. And I said, that's right, upper room, one accord. And he won the paddle ball. I don't know who he eventually gave it to. But uh, yeah, but then um, then it was a perfect setup. We At our church on um, Sunday mornings, we do prayer requests so we said mm-hmm. does anybody have a prayer request so a bunch of different people mentioned you know i write them down and then we all together pray over the prayer request one of them was for their doctor and his name is hill okay oh, yes and, that and was... he had an infection in his leg and so i they we get all done re- we're ready to pray and i said and they brought this prayer request for dr hill and i said you know what really helps him though is when they play music in his hospital room and they all looked at me, and I said, he just comes alive. And and the lady looked at me like, what? And I said, well, you know, the hills, the hills are alive with the sound, with the sound, of, music. sound of music. And yeah. and I, I think we I got more groans on that one than any other time. Oh, I know. And then the lady at the soundboard says to me, we really need to have a rim shot back here. So every time <laughs> you say, boom, <laughs> you know, took a good two minutes to recover from that one. Uh, yes. You know, I figure, why not make it fun at church? Why Why would you want to go to church and be sad all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so now everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Laughter is good medicine. But we we had a really good time this last week. We were able to do a, a cool after school um, yeah, they got for the summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had bouncy houses and hot dogs, and the library came and signed kids up for the reading program. And we and... got to see our good friends, Kurt and Debbie Klinger, oh, who Kurt's sad. been on our podcast several yeah. times. Um, Lived out here in Ocean Shores. Yeah, for a while. He wrote a couple books and yeah. did some audiobooks and stuff while he was out here. And he and his wife moved. He, yeah, they're they're moving. We should have had him on our podcast to talk about this. But I know. But they're um, moving to a ranch down. It's kind of like a boarding school ranch. In Arizona. Kind of thing in southern Arizona, not very far from the Mexican border. And they're going to be in a ministry for um, teen boys. Years, yeah. They made a two-year commitment, and he's going to be the pastor and handyman, and um, she's going to be, she's a retired um, teacher, so she's going to um, spend some time so if everybody tutoring could the kids. just pray for them, that would be great. Yeah. We're going to miss them, though. I we're going to miss them. Actually, what most people don't know is I met with Kurt almost every Monday, mm-hmm. had um, an early lunch with him, and we just talked about life and all that jazz, and all the different things that we're involved in, and I'm just sad because it was hard because he was he's a good friend, and I'll miss mm-hmm. him. And we've actually known Kurt since before we had kids. Yeah. And our oldest is what twenty six, yeah, twenty five, twenty six. You don't even know. We're, we're trying to remember. He was born in ninety. Ninety. So he'd be twenty five. He's twenty five. That's yeah. right. He'll he be twenty six this next year, next yeah. January. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But so yeah, we had lots of different things going on this last few weeks. Lots of jobs, and you've been mm -hmm. busy. We've been watching our garden grow. We, in fact, we were going to mm -hmm. do a podcast from the garden, but we decided not to. Maybe we will next Which time. As soon I don't as know. we get done, I need to go out and water it because I didn't get it, it water before today. church, yeah. and things are pretty dry, dry out pretty fast in the heat. If you'd like to see pictures, you can head on over to my Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash forward forward slash Rick dot Moyer. Mm -hmm. If you want to see pictures of the garden. And did you we talk about what we did Thursday about I, the outreach? I just told did. and then you went right into Kurt oh, and Debbie for okay. some reason. Yeah. yeah. I was just I was still back on Monday and you were already to Thursday. Yeah, well. yeah. And then Friday we were back down and um Oh, Friday, it was really neat because we got to go to my sister's retirement party. Yeah, she's been a teacher for 22 years. Um, 21 at 22. this no, school. No, 22, she said. 22 years yeah. at this last school. But uh -huh. she taught many, many years before that. Yeah, but she, she retired. Taught, yeah, she taught five years full-time in Denver. Nice lady. We got to pray for her and give her flowers today. Yeah, she taught five years in Denver before she had kids. And then she substitute taught for... Oh, probably about 12, 14 years, something like that. So she's been teaching a long time. Yeah. And so it was really nice to honor her. Kids. <laughs> nice lady. We've had her on our podcast, too. Yeah. I, I would like to share one little sweet story about my sister. All right. Um, a lot of people shared stories, but one of the ones that really stuck with me was she is the FCCLA advisor. That's um, future community career leaders something like that and um, she takes any kid that wants to do that and she helps mentor them and they have all kinds of projects and they go to um, state competitions and national competitions if they win well I don't know how long ago this was but my mom actually helped chaperone because she ended up having four kids go to nationals. And two of the kids were very high-functioning, very, very intelligent kids. And then she had two kids that were special needs kids. But they had done well in state and went on to nationals. And it was really interesting. Some of the, the high-functioning kids kind of slacked off a little bit but she had worked a lot with the special needs kids and they really put their all into it they got gold medals in nationals and um all the teachers there no wait a minute you, you didn't tell that right the special needs kids got gold medals and the high functioning kids um, got silver. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> and um, because and my mom got to um, chaperone the two special needs kids, and she got she said they you know were a handful, but they she got them. I think she used the word squirrely. <laughs> squirrely, yes, that's the world word an eighty five year old would use. <laughs> they were kind of squirrely, <laughs> but they were good kids. She yeah. said, "Your mom so, is awesome." My mom raised five kids, and she has twenty five grandkids, and mm -hmm. uh, probably close to that, and great grandkids now too. I think she has fifty altogether. Between grandkids That's amazing. and great Yes, I don't know how she keeps up with just... Uh, I may have to introduce some of these kids to Star Trek. 
By the way, we got a new Dish Network, a hopper. Uh-huh. And uh, they have a new one, and our old one died. So it plays Netflix, so I'm in heaven because it has all the Star Trek episodes mm-hmm. ever of every series mm-hmm. right there on my Netflix. Oh, there's something else that you got your hands on recently What's that, that I'm not very thrilled about. Okay. It, it's that round thing. The round thing. Alexis. Ha, 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 ha. And I'm not that. Oh, it's too bad we're not in there. We could talk to it. It's really cool. Yeah, I'm not so sure, but you know, Rick loves, 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 loves. You should go go unplug it and bring it in here. I'm I'm gonna record it for everybody to hear. How about next podcast? We'll do that. It'll be a tease. You guys can listen to it next time. It's called it's called Echo Mm -hmm. by Amazon, and it's a tube that takes requests from the air. And we'll share it with you next time. It's kind of creepy because it's listening to you all it the does. time. It hears every time Amy cusses. <laughs> okay. She's like, what do I say? I don't know what to say. I, yeah, I don't you don't I... cuss. I'm just... <laughs> I don't cuss, I swear. <laughs> I've said that in church before. You have, you have. <laughs> but uh, we'll introduce you to our friend Alexis. Next time on the Taking With You podcast, we'll just do a little research and then you'll get a big kick out of this. Creepy. It's not creepy. Creepy. It's not creepy. It's what's that? I'm going to rename it computer, but then I realized that every time you say Alexis, it knows you did. And uh-huh. so it's listening, you know? Yeah. And then you can tell it a command. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to do it computer so I can be like John Luke on the Starship Enterprise. Say, computer, dim the lights. Computer, turn up the radio. Computer. But then every time you want your laptop and you say, can you hand me my computer? It's going to I know. say, I know. what would you like, Rick? Yeah. Well, you know what's really cool is I didn't even know it did this, but we downloaded the audio book of our friend Kurt Klinger's book, Acid. Mm-hmm. And just you saw what I did the other day. I yeah. said, I said, Alexis. And it goes, bloop, 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 you know, I said, uh, play back the audio book, Acid by Kurt Klinger. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it says, getting your book from Audible. And then all of a sudden, there's my friend Kurt talking right in my living room. So anything that we have on the cloud, it can pull up. Yes, and... it plays. It can play all of our music. I can say, play play this playlist, and it'll play it. Mm-hmm. And it's got a pretty good sound to it, too, and you can turn it up Yeah, I was surprised at, at the good quality. But that... we're going to cover that another time. Yeah, yeah, we have so much. I yeah. do want to say um, it. I don't know if we're going to do another podcast before next week because it's Father's Day mm-hmm. and our 29th wedding anniversary, yes. baby. Right there. Wonder Twin Powers activate. Form of an ice heart. I think I might have just hurt you with my engagement ring. Yeah, I saw that. I'm sorry. Shape of. He wanted to bump knuckles, you know, to say, yeah, we've made it 29 years. Yeah, we need to do that to celebrate something because... <laughs> it's a miracle hallelujah yeah we've 29 years and um we're not doing anything because we have we're gonna have your dad down for father's day you know you don't have to celebrate on the actual day it's church that day it's father's I, day I my mom that, and dad are coming down i think, I think we mellow. might actually go out on a date tomorrow night we're gonna go see jurassic night. world 
He's more excited about it than dinosaurs I am. eating people. Dinosaurs I, eating people. I dinosaurs eating people. Dinosaurs eating people. I'm not a real huge fan you of like that, my song? but it was funny because you like my song. The other night, there was no. a new one called "Dinosaurs Eating People." Not really. Um, so it's funny. This is payback because I'm not a huge Jurassic Park fan, but this is. This is only fair because I actually got Rick to watch oh my a Nicholas gosh. Sparks okay. movie with Why me. Why do people like Nicholas Sparks? I don't get it. And what a bunch of so crud! It was it was um, no. It was funny because he must have needed a nap because within <sighs> five minutes of the movie starting, he was soundly sleeping. Oh, I could have told you what was going to happen. But yeah, see it was Nicholas sad. Sparks. There's going to be main characters that die off. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some sobby. Horrible lines in it, sappy. Well, I like sappy yeah. love stories, but I really. Nicholas and then at the Sparks end, there'll be a twist, and somebody else dies. Have someone dying, and I really don't death. like that part. They should call it Nicholas Death and his new novel, People Dying. Yeah, he but he does have gut wrenching people, people Ouch. dying. It's too loud in my ears. Sorry. Yeah, it's not really my Nicholas I don't know Sparks. Why. I I keep on thinking that it's going to be good, but you know what? The movie. Do you like the character? Hold on, she'll die. Sometimes the movies are different than the books, though, because, um, I I listened to the Nicholas audiobook Sparks of the Notebook, and then um at the library it came with another one called The Wedding. And that they they are sequels. You like them in the Notebook. You enjoy them in the but wedding. The way they did it in now the, enjoy the funeral. The way they did it in on the TV on the movie, um, the way they did the Notebook on the movie. If you haven't seen it yet, the the old couple die together at the end, and it's really what? sad. But in old the old people dying. But in the books, it's not that way. The the um. Grandpa is still alive in the sequel, and but that doesn't sell movies. And he sees a swan in the lake that keeps on coming up to him, and he thinks the swan's his wife. Reincarnation. No, I I think he's maybe Maggie. Confused, but... Is that your beak is so large, Maggie? I think we need to turn down your your um <laughs> your mic. Sorry. Yeah. Nicholas Sparks. Is that actually recording? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just don't see it moving. She's, is that actually recording? I don't see it moving. It's Nick. It's dead. It died. <laughs> it must have been in a Nicholas, Nicholas Sparks, Sparks movie. movie. <laughs> anyway, she made me Sorry. sit through the whole thing, and I did sleep through part of it. But then I got then I got hooked, and I had to see what happened. Well, but it was he, the worst. Then it was like it was the worst. So he wakes up after like I have to ask all these questions because it doesn't make any nap, sense. And I'm just like, shh, I'm trying to listen. Shh, be quiet. I, I was <laughs> asking questions because they were bad. They picked the wrong people to play the characters. The the guy's dad looked like his the kids same age. Was like what what what? And then I was all confused because they had the younger couple and then the older couple that was supposed to be the same couple, but they weren't played by the same people, so they don't look anything like the younger couple. And then just and then you're at one minute you're in the past and the next minute you're in the future, and then who knows where you and, are and they you die. Know what? 
It would have made a little bit more sense to you if you wouldn't have slept through the first 20 minutes. Whatever. <laughs> Nicholas Sparks. You need an emotional let... Yeah, just release Nicholas Sparks. Okay. Uh, Jurassic World's going to be a lot better. You think so? You think yeah. dinosaurs eating people is better? Dinosaurs than... eating people. Rawr. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Mm, you want another femur? <laughs> okay. So I think that we should wind this up. We're going to Wind it up? We're going to play a um a message that you gave today at church. Because You're going to play a message? Yeah, I put on... Hi, Rick. This is uh, Tony from the uh, no. Blockbuster. We want to let you know that you rented a movie back in 2001, okay. and it's still out, no. even though we're bankrupt now. You owe us $4,552.32. Okay. Beep. Rick, no. That was the message no, I got this morning. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so, anyway, Rick did a good job explaining about prayer in a very uh, non Now you say that, it was... <laughs> no, it was really good, because it... It made you think, and it wasn't it's it wasn't religious at all. The and message was called "Earth to Jesus, Come in Jesus." And he had a really cute little tin can with a string in between it. And I had devices on the stage that were kind of cool. Yeah, I had a chisel and a hammer, and I had a paper and a notebook, and I had a radio, and I had a computer, and I had a cell phone. All communication devices mm -hmm. for this throughout the years. You, you forgot the stylus and the clay tablets, though. Whatever. Okay, to, okay, yeah. history lady. Yeah. Whatever. Cuneiform. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And a and some words. I wonder if they if different businesses back or, in the day the sponsored the cuneiforms. I don't know. You I know, don't the bad news bears and uh staples and stuff like that. They they wrote on sponsored the cuneiforms. They wrote on clay. Nice tablets. cuneiform kid. Thank you. <laughs> they had clay tablets that they would keep wet so that they sponsored could, by bowl and septic. <laughs> um, they could reuse them for students, but if they wanted to keep that information, they could let them dry. Uh. Yeah, and then little sticks that made little shapes in there, and yeah. Wow. Pretty neat. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm boring. No, you're not boring. It just kind of went somewhere I, I wasn't planning to go boring. there. Well, you were talking about communication. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly and distinct. Yeah, you communication. you kind of skipped over a bunch of different phases. Well, was it? I can't get every form of communication on the stage. No, and plus you don't have super long time because we had no. I looked at the clock and it was it was already ten minutes to twelve by the time I started. Yeah, because we had like different people to acknowledge for graduating we had a slideshow for our big outreach last thursday mm -hmm. and so we had all kinds of stuff going on so yeah yeah fun stuff so what are we doing we're going to play that talk you gave today all right and then we'll come back and say goodbye i guess <laughs> all right all right go ahead okay this is called the uh, earth to jesus come in jesus Take a listen, we'll be back in a little while. This is a sermon I call Earth to Jesus, Come in, Jesus. You're thinking to yourself, what? Have you ever been in a place 
Maybe even in this church sometimes, you can, some people can do this. No, now, don't get mad at me if you do this. But have you ever been in a situation when, maybe on TV or in a movie or out in the community somewhere, and somebody says, and so-and-so from the first high church of the la-la-la is going to pray. And they grab a hold of the microphone or they come up to the pulpit and they say, Oh, God, in thine infinite mercy... Show us thy grace and mercy. They go on and on with these big flowery prayers that sound like they took, you know, I don't know how long to figure them out, but they had to go to school to do that. Because nobody really talks that way. And when they get done and they say amen, everybody applauds. Oh, that was so awesome. That was great. Boy, you know how to pray. Guess what? I got news for you. You know one of the best spiritual prayers ever? You know what it is? Help! <laughs> no flowery things there. No thys or thous. Guess what? God doesn't speak in Old English. Just going to tell you that right off the bat. Not that it's bad. I mean, we sang some stuff with thys and thous. And that's how it's King James. But you got to remember, we're reading out of a translation that was translated way back when, when... People kind of talk like that. I mean, you read Shakespeare, and it's hard to understand, too. But I'm just here to tell you right now that God doesn't care for the eloquence of your prayers. He just cares if you communicate with him. Let me tell you, prayer is not as hard as some people make it out to be. I remember uh, I did not grow up in church, so I didn't know what prayer was all about. All I, I would just make deals with God. You know, I'd, I'd get in trouble and say, oh, God, get me out of this one, would you please? You know, those kind of things. But when I got into church, you know, I was interested. I, I remember being, actually, I thought I could tell the difference between someone who knew kind of how to pray in the eloquent way, in the eloquent way and, and, boy, they sounded really good. But you could tell a really big difference between someone who prayed from the heart and someone who prayed from a book or a lesson. You know what I mean? Not that there isn't, any, there isn't places for you know, people to read out of a book, but let me just again say to you, it's not natural for somebody to come up, walk up to you and then read off a piece of paper and try to communicate with you. You know what I mean? And if you're going to talk to somebody, you usually talk in their own language so they can understand you. Right? We would never think of, I would never think of walking up to David and going, Oh, thine David, how's thine life today? Have you had your lunches? <laughs> I wouldn't do that. David doesn't talk like that. I don't talk like that. We, I would just, hey, have you had lunch yet? I say that and everybody goes, oh man, lunch, that sounds good. <laughs> Prayer's not as hard as some people make it out to be. You don't have to learn huge, big lessons on how to pray. It comes pretty naturally. And prayer is something that, look around at people next to you, Everyone can do. Prayer isn't singled out for just one type of person. It's for everyone. And prayer works the same for everyone. It's not that one person has this type of prayer and it works for them. This one. No. Prayer works the same for everyone. And prayer is the absolute most humble thing anyone can do. Why? Because we're saying we can't do it on our own. We need Jesus. 
There's a really interesting parable in the New Testament. <clears throat> and Jesus shares this story. <clears throat> if you have your Bibles with you, we're in Luke chapter 18. And I want to talk, there's two, par there's two stories together. And, you know, we put the, the verse and chapters in, by the way. When the Bible was translated, there weren't verses and chapters it was, they were letters, and they were stories. So sometimes we will stop at the end of chapter 18 or in the middle, and then you know, there's these subtexts that somebody put in there and said, you know, uh, parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. That wasn't actually in there like that. And sometimes we can separate things that should probably be together because they were one train of thought. And so that's how we can misinterpret the Bible sometimes. We'll take things, pick and choose what's going to work for us. Well, in this situation, I'm going to be reading out of the New Living Translation, Luke chapter 18. I want to show you something very interesting about prayer. It says, one day, Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. Okay, whoa, whoa hold on right there. Why is Jesus sharing the story? He's trying to tell his disciples that they should pray and never give up. How many have ever given up on, on a prayer? <laughs> About the time I started giving up on some of my prayers, then they came, they happened. I was like, what? It's true, though. It's, it's hard to be persistent, especially when you don't see results. But here's the story that he tells to his disciples. Hey, here's a story I'm telling you so you don't give up when you pray because Something's going on. He says, there was a judge in a certain city, and he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. Not a very nice guy. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman's driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant requests. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on this earth who have faith? Isn't that an interesting story that he shares? Here's this judge, doesn't care about anybody. This widow keeps coming to him over and over and over. And finally he just says, look, it, I'm going to tear my hair out. I can't deal with this lady anymore. Give her justice. Get whatever she needs, just get it done. And they're all like, well, yeah, we've seen this corruption. We've seen this kind of stuff happen. You know, they understood. Jesus knew where they were at, where they lived. He understood. And he says, look at this unjust judge. This judge just doesn't even care about God, doesn't even care about people. And he'll give justice to somebody because they're crying out to him day and night. So there's something about persistence. There's something that Jesus is trying to get across to us not to give up. Even if it looks like you're not getting what you need to get. Now, yes, there are some people that pray for stupid things. Have you ever prayed for anything stupid? 
I have? I'm the only one? Hmm. So we need to be, be a little more careful about what we're praying for because a lot of times we can be really selfish, especially in today's society. You turn on the TV and you get these preachers that are like, you know, send me your $20 and I'll send you the holy water from the Jordan River and you can have this and you can have that. And I'm telling you what, everything's roses and marshmallows with Jesus. Got to watch out for that stuff. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about prayer communication. Communication, that's what prayer is. There's been a lot of communication over the years and done in different ways. You know, uh, there are people that uh, back in the old days, they would, uh, I couldn't find a chisel. That's not really a chisel. But, you know, they used to carve stuff into the side. You know, we see the the ancient Egyptians with hieroglyphics. Thank you. Hieroglyphics and you see, well, I mean, even the Ten Commandments were, well, I guess God did that, but he probably had a better hammer than this. No offense, Larry. But uh, we've had people communicate using stone and chisels. And then uh, somebody invented the pencil and the paper or the papyrus or whatever, and, and they started communicating like this. Yeah. Hey. Communicate. That's good. Then, then we had cool things that happened like... Uh, the invention of the radio. And, and then you could hear people communicate over the radio on the airwaves. That's kind of cool. They had walkie-talkies and stuff like that. Love those. And now nowadays we communicate. Well, I, did, I have my cell phone over here. But then you, they use a computer. You know, you can do an email in less than two seconds. It's across the entire world. That's amazing. Communication. That's all prayer is, is communicating with God. Yet, for some reason, we want to make it all difficult. We want to make it all weird. We want to make it so that only the religious people can do this prayer thing. Prayer is for everybody. It's communicating with God. Nowadays, people use texting. They use their phones. Communication. Then Jesus told this story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness. Okay, this gets done sharing this parable about persistence in prayer. And then he turns and he shares basically with people that thought they were pretty awesome. They were confident in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. Two men, he says, went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee. The other was despised as a tax collector. Tax collector, no, collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. Oh, I thank you, God, that I am not a sinner like everyone else. For I don't cheat, I don't sin, and I don't commit adultery. I'm certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I give you a tenth of my income. Okay, I added the accent, but it works. But the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, Oh God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. I tell you this, the sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves 
will be exalted. It is so easy for us to put on the acting chops and, and be something that we're not when God really cares about our heart. He doesn't care about all the flowery stuff. I mean, it's nice. It's great. You know, it's great to have people that feel comfortable talking in front of other people, pray out loud, and, and that's all nice and that's all good. But really, God cares about our heart. And humbleness in any conversation is essential to clear and effective communication. My son, when he was up at Grace Harbor College, had a professor. I couldn't stand the guy. Still don't like him very much. Why? Because he's arrogant. Seriously, this guy thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread. And I've got news for him. He's not. But he thinks he is. And boy, everybody else is just a complete little nothing to him. Unless, you know, there's certain, he finds a few people that he likes. And that's about it. But, man, he just thinks he's so awesome. So, therefore, when he tries to communicate with me, I don't listen to him. Have you ever met somebody like that? It's like, I don't really care what you have to say. They can go flap, flap, flap. And I'm going, whatever. <laughs> you ever, you know anybody like that? Yeah. Now, if a humble person, if somebody that doesn't think that they're hot snot, <laughs> talks to me, I'll listen. Because it's the way in which you communicate, the way in which you come across, it's the way you think about other people that really makes a difference in how you communicate. Do you see what Jesus was saying in, this, in this, this parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector? One was supposed to be a religious leader. He should have been the most humble. He should have been the one that was, was you know, heartfelt in his prayer, but he was the one telling God what was. Yeah, I'm awesome. Bless me while I stand here. And the one that everybody didn't like because he took taxes and a lot of them were corrupt and all this different stuff. He was the one that was, man, I am a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I don't even, I'm not even worthy to stand here. Give mercy to me, please. See, no one wants to communicate with an arrogant jerk and thinks more highly of themselves than they ought. You ever wonder why sometimes our prayers aren't answered? Perhaps you should think about how you're praying with what kind of attitude you're praying. Not that God can't hear you or doesn't hear you, but I'm just saying attitude determines altitude. You want your prayers to really make a difference? Perhaps we should look at our own attitude. Prayer is not a repetitive ritual. How did we take this passage in Scripture where Jesus said, pray this way, and write it into a form, and then say, this, you only pray this way? That's not what he was saying. I don't, have time, I don't have time today to go into the Lord's Prayer, but the Lord's Prayer was never meant to be a word-for-word word thing that everybody... Pr- I know, I know, we get all religious and we go, Rick, you can't say that, you're not... That's just a sacred cow, don't knock it over. But I, w- I would challenge you to take the Lord's Prayer and read what it means. It's a whole lot different. I mean, because you could say, Lord... Hallowed be thy name. And boy, that sounds good, doesn't it? Doesn't that sound good? That does. You know the difference between Lord, hallowed be thy name, and Lord, oh my gosh, you are amazing. You've changed my life. You've saved me. you set me free. God, I can't even imagine 
what life would be like without you. I honor your name. I bless you. I thank you. Speak to my heart. It's a little bit different. Don't you think? And isn't that what Jesus is trying to get across? Hello, everybody. I'm trying to tell you, this is how you should pray. Not like the Pharisees. But pray from your heart. Prayer is not a magic formula. I'm going to really kick some things over here. Ready? You ready? I used to pray this all the time. I'm an evangelist, man. I go out there and I try to get people saved. So I would say, now bow your heads and say this with me. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross and you rose again. And from this day forward, I want you to be the Lord of my life. You know, I go through the sinner's prayer. The sinner's prayer is not in the Bible. The idea behind it is, but somehow we packaged it up and thought if we just had the four spiritual laws, man, that's it. Woohoo! Look at that. We have arrived. But you know, more people have been saved by the word help and God forgive me, or I believe, believe in you, or I need you, Jesus. Hey, you know the prayer I prayed? Lord, if you're real, would you come into my heart? Help me. Wow, it's a little bit different too. It's not a magic little formula. If you do this, then this, and then this, and then this. I don't know about you, but I've known God long enough now that that, that magic little formulas don't work with God. He's bigger than that. I think sometimes we need to open our eyes and our hearts and go, oh, okay. Prayer is not for a limited select people. It's for everybody. Well, I could never pray that way. I could never pray. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I really can't get down on my knees anymore. They hurt and everything. Guess what? God doesn't care if you're on your knees or not. You can be on your knees standing up. Because it's about submitting to the Lord, not about what it looks like. Oh, we're so good at what it looks like. Look, trust me. I've been in all sorts of churches. And I'm telling you, some of the ones that look the most amazing are the ones that are the worst corrupt ones. I'm just saying, been there, done that. You know, what a man does in front of a group of people really means nothing. It's when he's all alone. That means everything. Because guess what? God sees all that. A lot of times we want to perform in front of folks. and eh, It's not what it's about. Prayer, and last but is not prejudice. It's not prejudice. That's why I hate when people use prayer as a weapon against other people. I hate that. Have you ever been in, I've been in meetings where they're trying to get an offering or something like that, and they'll just, they'll just go. They just pray, pray, pray. And I don't think it's prayer. I think it's manipulation. They're trying to get you to give that money, get that money. And it's like, oh, my gosh, you guys, lay off. Because prayer is not made to manipulate people. That's not what it's supposed to do. And I've got news for you. Uh, even when we pray, it's not about making God do what we want. See, prayer is about getting together with God and finding out what He wants. There's a difference. Here, here's my church, oh Lord. Here's all the cool things we're doing. Now bless it. Instead of, 
Lord, here's this building, these people. What do you want us to do? We'll find out what you want to do, and then it'll be blessed already. (laughs) Amazing how that works. Prayer is communication with God. We communicate with others and people through different devices. Prayer is simply communication with God. It's organic, honest, when it's done correctly. And correctly is simply from the heart. It's a release of burden to, to the control of God. In other words, we take what's concerning us and we release it to Him. And we put it in His hands. And there comes a release of a burden. Have you ever had that happen? Where you're really worked up about something that's going on? And you just, you constantly, you, you really haven't prayed. You know what I mean? I've done that. I'm just thinking, oh man, my stuff. Pretty soon, after a while, you learn that these things happen all the time. If you just don't, give them what you got first. Because, you know, the next few days as you're stewing over it, doesn't make any difference. Us worrying about something doesn't help anything. We really should go to God first. But, but you know what I'm talking about? And then you finally, you're like, oh, I'm so burdened down by this. You know, we don't use the word burden very often, but... Just think of a big backpack or a weight on you and you're carrying it around. And, and finally, you just release it. You say, God, I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to be able to sleep. I can't think straight. God, I, please, I just give it over to you. Take it. You know what you just did? You prayed. You communicated with God. And then all of a sudden, have you ever felt this? It's like a weight comes off. Yeah, that's what it's about. Communicating with God. He takes the burden off of us and we... Trust him to take care of it. Even when it doesn't look like we think it should. What is prayer? It's a conversation with the creator of the universe. Do you realize how privileged and honored we are as human beings? We are in other religions. Do you know the rituals and the things they have to do when they pray? I don't know if you know about that, but uh, other religions. And then the sad part is. Sometimes they're praying to a wood idol or a stone idol. It's not even alive. There's nothing there. Or they're praying to a madman's philosophy. We have the privilege and the honor of communicating with the living God of the universe. Wow. Let me say that backwards. Wow. That is amazing. It blows my mind. We can communicate with the creator of the universe just by simply opening up our mouth. And you know what? You can even pray without opening up your mouth. Have you ever been in a situation where you're praying like, you're praying like crazy in your mind because you know you really don't have the opportunity to pray out loud at that point? Have you ever done that? That's prayer. It's communicating with God. Just be careful because there are dangers that come with prayer. You don't want it to be controlling or secretive. If someone says, we're going to have this uh, prayer, this special prayer, only between the two of us. That's weird. Don't do that. This special little prayer. Usually it's controlling. Don't pray prayers of exclusion. Oh God, we're so awesome, but please make sure that group of people don't get in on this. You, you laugh. I've heard it over and over. I mean, no, seriously. Haven't you, ever, haven't you ever been listening to somebody? I mean, I've heard people take... Oh, man, maybe I shouldn't say this. I've, I've heard people take people with alternate lifestyles and totally pray again. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? That's not... You know what? 
I know, I know we don't agree with how some people live and what some people do, but they're human beings that God loves, cares about. The last thing they need to do is hear somebody praying to a God that loves people and spewing hate in their prayer. Just, okay, I'm leaving it at that. And it never should be a weapon against people. So this is my prayer today. Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to be the first option is prayer. Not the last option after we've exhausted all of our resources. Make it our first thing to do to pray. So let's pray. God, I could preach on prayer over and over and over. There are so many scriptures, so many things that we can learn from you about prayer. But my prayer today is that everyone heard the heart of the matter, and that is, Lord, that you are easy to communicate with, that you care about us, that you hear us when we pray, that you know our hearts and our lives, that we don't have to be eloquent in our speech. We simply need to be available. God, help us be available. Help us to be real and honest and organic in the way that we pray. And Lord, if there's some of us that have maybe not prayed in a long time because we thought we had to pray a certain way, set us free, God, from that burden. Set us free from the expectations of what other people had on us. And help us to communicate with you. I know there are people in this room that would feel so much better if they would only communicate with you. And for whatever reason, Lord, help our attitudes. Uh, Maybe we're arrogant. Maybe we think we've got it all together or whatever. Help us, Lord, to humble ourselves before you. Not so far that we, we can't even communicate, but Lord, let it be a healthy balance where we can talk to you and share our heart. I know, Lord, many burdens would come off of our, our shoulders. There would be many doors opened as a result of it. And um, Lord, we really didn't even get into the spiritual warfare aspect of prayer. Maybe that we can do that some other time. But God, uh, help us to realize that we are in a battle And that you are the victor. And we give you praise and we thank you, Lord, now. I pray every person would communicate more often with you. In Jesus' name, amen. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) What was that? I think you can redo that. <laughs> can you? Yeah, you're okay. No, that's kind of weird. So can you go back? No, what she was reading is Sorry. Facebook. Yeah, I was reading about shark because that's attacks. all you do is read Facebook oh, shark attacks. Like you need to I, really well, read. That. It was Q13 news, so I thought it was maybe Washington beaches, but I guess no. it's Northern California. Two teenagers on two separate were attacked um, by sharks. Well, the reason they yeah. do that is there's a big Finnish population up here. It was Northern Get California. It I got it, but it's kind of sad. And the the family of the Gills are, live around this area too. Okay, so I'd like to start this all over, please. We're not going to start over. So, what did you think of the message? Mm. Well, I thought it was really good this morning. You don't think I it was good that, tonight, though? I think that everyone will like it just as well tonight. <laughs>
or tomorrow morning or a month from now whenever you listen to it it'll be just as good get your head in the game amy i'm sorry i i bugged rick i think we got home about 3 30 said let's do the podcast oh wait a minute wait a minute did you hear that do you know why he's looking at us it's because we're recording this it's 8 30 at night and that's his dinner time he wants his dinner miles yes. is is looking at us they looking get, at me they right get now. fed about eight o'clock at night and eight or nine. Eight or nine. Between eight and nine in the morning and eight and nine at night. There he goes again. Sorry. He's our alarm clock, too. We never have to set an alarm miles. You know, Just wakes us up I at do you seven. Think this is true. I read somewhere. All right. That probably on Facebook. That cats really don't meow to each other that much. They meow at people more than they meow to at each other. Yeah, they got us wrapped around their little paw. And don't you think that when they meow, it means like, come on, slave. Yeah. Do my bidding. Slave boy. Slave woman. Yeah. Yes. Look, he's looking at you right now. And now he's turning his head. Since you looked at him, he ran towards this dish. He's such a goofball. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're not talking about the message at all. I guess I said everything I needed to say. Huh? Yeah. Knocked over a few sacred cows there. Hope nobody it got was mad. Fun. It was funny when got real quiet in the Baptist church. <laughs> it was funny when um, Rick was was speaking today. There was a couple one time that he actually hid behind his iPad and the pulpit because he thought someone might throw something at him. Yeah. <laughs> no, they 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 like laughed you. over that part, but they hi. like hi. you, Jade. Jade Dude. came to say goodbye to everybody. Yeah. There, let's have her say goodbye, right? Jade, who's here? Who's here? Who's here? Who's here? I'll have to do say who's here and then yeah. takes care of it. Thank you. That usually hurts my ears <laughs> rather a lot. I love it. Her, her bark's rather loud. Dogs but... and cats are so different. If I said who's here to the cat, the cat would just look at me and basically. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> who gives a rip at who's here? Well, good job, Jade. Thank you. Good job. She went to go see who was here. Yeah. Not so fun. So I guess we're done, yeah? Yeah, I think so. I... Next week we'll talk about our, the new technology in our life. Now that we've had, we'll have gone to see... Um, I think we're going to go to... Jurassic uh, World. World. Or something like that. Uh-huh. After I get done with my radio shift and tomorrow. And you're also picking up your guitar tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk about that next week, too, so because... Something really cool. Something I've always wanted. I even have a video. Uh, uh, I'll, uh, I'm just not going to share yet. Next time, we'll share with you our, about our Echo and a brand new little thing that I've always wanted that I just went and bought it. Yeah. Happy birthday and Christmas and and. Oh, it wasn't that expensive. It wasn't that bad. Stop it. No, it was it was affordable for what it was. Oh my gosh, yeah, custom I mean, made beautiful instrument, yeah, yeah, should cost about five times as much as what I paid for it. Yeah, so it's it's really nice. It's a a pastor friend of ours is just getting into this business. He hasn't made very many, and from scratch, from scratch, he's making custom made guitars. And since Rick knows so many people, I think he gave him a good deal because he knows that Rick will. Get him You're not supposed business. to tell people that. Oh, okay. Shh. Okay. Sorry. But next week, I'll play a little bit of it. Um, I should have it by then, mm -hmm. so we can hear what it sounds like. So are we gonna do a little video of you playing and put on the? On we don't have to do blog. videos. I don't want to put myself on a video. You can hear me play it. How's okay. That? Okay. All right. 
All right. So, yeah. All right. If as as always, if you need prayer or you need anything, you can get a hold of us by. Um, you can get a hold of us at our website, takehimwithyou.com, and you can email us at rick at takehimwithyou.com. Probably is the best way because for some reason it doesn't work with my email. So just rick at takehimwithyou.com, and if you have something to address to me, just say forward this to Amy. Forward this to Amy. Yeah. Um, and you can also get a hold of us on our Facebook pages. Um, facebook.com forward slash rick.moyer or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer that's right if you'd like to help with the podcast we always will accept donations we just got done paying for um, some web space and some other things and that costs money if you wanted to do that you can always donate to the podcast through our paypal account rick at takeinwithyou.com or click on the paypal link at our website takeinwithyou.com yeah, you betcha. Is that everything? Yeah, sure. As always, if you want to listen to some country music in the afternoons, of course, I don't know where you live, but from uh, West Coast 2 to 7, Monday through Friday, you can listen to me on KIX953.com. That's West Coast time. West Coast time. KIX953.com. Mm-hmm. That's, so, is that everything? that's Monday through, Monday Monday through, through, through Saturday. Saturday now. Yeah, yeah. 2 to 7. So are they going to have a satellite program for from all of 2 to 7 now? On, on kicks. You used to be on Sunday. I mean, but are they're going to replace it with a satellite program? Well, we have a new program that we're going to be playing. I don't okay. know. Okay. I don't know. Which they have a really good one that I like listening to on Sunday morning. Called Rise Up called Country. Called Rise Up Country. And it... I, it's actually a kind of a spiritual podcast, yeah, and yeah. people talk about their faith and stuff on it. All right, your turn. Yeah. Oh, this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2015. I hope you all got to hear Amy because she's so quiet. All rights reserved. Wow, go figure that one, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I moved my mic down because it was bothering me. And now to water the garden. I need to water the garden. Let's go. Let's go water the garden. And then tomorrow night. What? Dinosaurs killing people. Uh. Dinosaurs eating people. Dinosaurs eating people. Ah! Oh, nom, 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 No. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring my Kindle and read. No, I can't do that in there. Okay. Have a good evening or morning or afternoon, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. It is the podcast that never ends. And it goes on and on, my friend. Some, Some people, people started recording it not knowing what it was. And they'll continue recording it forever just because it is the podcast that goes on and on. And never ends. I don't know how to sing this song. Uh, were we still recording? Yeah. Oh my. <laughs>
That's X Sinner. You can get them on iTunes. Just look up X Dash Sinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs>